Hello everybody, welcome to K-Pop for All People. My name is Ari. And my name is Norm. And I am going to teach you about K-Pop. Because I am an old person. Mm-hmm. So who are we going to talk about this time? Uh, today we're going to talk about Red Velvet. Oh, Red Velvet. That sounds delicious. <laughs> that is cannibalism. Okay. Maybe delicious wasn't the right word. Yeah. But it does sound interesting. I'm curious to hear about Red Velvet. But before mm-hmm. we get into Red Velvet, what's up with you? Um, well, I'm very excited that it's now technically October because, um, you know, fall is one of my favorite months and also Halloween is one of my favorite uh, holidays. So I'm getting in the spirit for that, I guess. Yeah, that is exciting. Many, many people love Spooky Month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else is new? I guess I listened to a bunch of 17 songs. Mm-hmm. We could talk about that. Yeah. I think we should. I mean, we kind of have to. It is implied in our mandate. Yeah. Um, I actually, I said a bunch of songs. Uh, I only listened to actually three. Mm. I don't know if that counts as a bunch, but I did notice when I was looking at their discography, they have a lot of songs. Yeah. Compared to some of the groups that we've been talking about where they haven't been around as long, these guys having been around a while. Yeah, that and also because they have so many people. Oh, for sure. When I was listening to some of them, I did the uh, the YouTube show me who's singing when videos, mm-hmm. which was useful. But also I was just curious about like when there's that many people, there's clearly some people who are like, sort of the lead singer yeah like the rappers and stuff yeah there's one guy who seems to be the main rapper and then another guy who's like the secondary rapper (laughs) and then there's like one guy that seems to be the main lead singer Mm -hmm. and then everybody else gets like one sentence (laughs) yeah in the song like even with smaller groups like for example uh kepler they a lot of people have noticed that in like most of their songs, uh, the member Bahie gets like one second of lines, and they're usually in the background, mm-hmm. while the rest of them get like proper lines. Did you say Kepler? Yes. There's a group named Kepler. Uh huh. K E P one E R no oh. L. Okay. One instead, but it's still pronounced like that. Sure. Obviously named after the historical astronomer Johannes Kepler. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, this is the first time I've ever heard of that group. So. Well, I've mentioned them before. Have you? Yes. I always say that it's the first time I've ever heard something when clearly you've always told me about stuff before and I just don't retain everything. Well, maybe it's because I haven't really mentioned the group, just the person specifically. Oh, okay. Because I mentioned them quite a bit because they're uh, TXT's Hyun and Kai's sister. Oh, okay. So the 17 songs that I listened to, the three... The three of the 17. I mean, they have way more than 17 songs. Yeah. But I listened to three of them. And uh, I listened to Very Nice, mm-hmm. which I don't think is actually pronounced Very Nice. It's, it's pronounced... Partly in Korean. Something else than Korean and then the word nice. I do nice. What you said. (laughs) Just like an overarching impression I got from the three songs that I listened to. I mean, they're a boy band. Yeah. So they sound like boy bands. (laughs) Well, that depends on what you consider to be a boy band type thing, because K-pop boy bands have different concepts. That's true. But um, just like speaking of the music itself. Yeah. 
It's very American boy group y. Yeah. It's just like any other like kind of boy band pop group. Like admittedly isn't necessarily my thing. None of these songs really like connected with me super strongly. Mm. Um but, you know, like I watched the video for Very Nice and they're all dancing together in their suspenders and <laughs> yeah. they look real sharp. Like, I got to admit. The pants kind of look a little small to me. That's true. They they do have kind of the uh, high water pants, which has precedent in pop music for sure. <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson is all I need to say about that. But, um, I mean, when a bunch of guys are doing all the same thing at the same time, wearing the same outfits, looking sharp. It's impressive. Like, it's fun to watch that. That video also was a little bit confusing to me. I mean, mm. if I'm being fair, like, the whole thing was confusing to me. Like, all of the stuff yeah. from the, this group was can, confusing to me. I can understand that. I didn't mind it. The video seemed to be about each individual member's heart exploding into confetti because of this one girl because of one girl who is literally not even doing, doing anything <laughs> she's just standing there and they just and like, occasionally sitting sometimes in a shopping cart if i recall correctly yeah yeah um and then their hearts explode into confetti mm -hmm. which i guess is very nice <laughs> um this the second song i listened to was left and right mm-hmm this one specifically, I noticed, like, I was getting a distinct Backstreet Boys vibe mm. from this song. That's what it sounded like to me. That's why I think I was saying that they sounded like a boy band, because, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard this kind of thing before. Mm. I don't have anything especially remarkable to say about that song. It was a fine song. Um, one thing I noticed about the video that I was going to ask you about, because I'm mm. curious if you have any insight to is uh i noticed in the video of this one specifically and i think a little bit in some of the other ones it seems like some of the guys in the group in their close-ups had like little scrapes on the bridge of their noses hmm. have you ever noticed that before no not really okay there's like multiple guys that looked like which the reason that it stands out is because Usually they look so pristinely perfect. Yeah. And also very commonly whitewashed. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that too. But it seems so deliberate that they would have like these scrapes on the bridge of their noses that I don't know exactly how to interpret that. I mean, it's clearly intentional that they have makeup artists clearly that, that would cover up any blemishes they had. But my guess was... Maybe that's like to make them look like tough because they <laughs> maybe got in a fight recently. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is actually. Yeah. Hard to say. If anybody has any uh, thoughts on that, I'd be curious to hear them. Yes. And then the last song of theirs that I listened to is the song that I am sure is probably not intended to be pronounced this way, but I am going to call it Darl plus Ing. <laughs> I'm sure it's supposed to just be said darling. Yeah. But there's a plus in there. And I don't know why. To be fancy, I guess? After listening to the song multiple times, I did not get any clues from the song or the lyrics or the video as to why there's a plus in there. You know, yeah, I guess to be fancy or, you know, be distinct in some way. 
One thing that I'm noticing as I scroll through the discography of the various K-pop groups that I'm listening to uh, is they frequently have songs that have the same titles as other very well-known songs, mm. at least American popular culture. And so I'm often scrolling through and I see a title that looks familiar to me because I know it as another song. Mm. And I think, oh, did they do a cover of that song? And then I play it and inevitably it's a completely different song. Yeah. It just happens to share a title with another popular song. I feel like if it was a cover, they would put it on there, like on the title. Yeah, maybe. I also noticed the titles of Seventeen's albums seem to all include the ordinal number of whatever album it is for them. So like, mm -hmm. so let's pretend for a moment that because I'm looking at a window that the name of their album was Window. Mm -hmm. But it would actually be Seventeen's second album, quote unquote, Window. Mm, yeah. I don't know why they do it that way. I don't either. Regardless. So, Darl plus Ing. <laughs> uh, this was one that was entirely in English. And I will say the other ones yeah. that I listened to seem to be a lot more Korean heavy than some of the stuff I've been listening to mm -hmm. lately. Like there are English words and phrases in them, mm -hmm. but a lot less of that. Yeah. But this particular one was in all English. Yeah. Which I do like, and I've been thinking about it because like one of the ways that I connect or interact with a song is I like to sing along with songs. Yeah, same. And it's very challenging for me having really no experience with the Korean language whatsoever Yeah, to sing along with a lot of the songs, which I understand that that's a cultural bias and that's, I accept and take responsibility for my cultural biases, but... At the same time, it makes it hard for me to connect with some songs because I can't sing along to the Korean parts. Yeah. And so I do like the English songs, and I understand that that's maybe a cultural limitation of mine. But um, in this particular case, because it was an English song, I was like kind of looking forward to it because uh, I, I thought I might connect with it more. I immediately accepted the fact that these English lyrics don't make any sense. Yeah, they kind of don't. I love plenty of songs from native English speakers whose lyrics make absolutely no sense as well. Mm -hmm. I also noticed that um, in the recording of it, they let their natural accents come through. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, one of the things about the lyrics that kind of jumped out at me as a little unusual, not sure, wanted to hear your reaction to, was they mentioned drinking tequila. Yeah. Which seemed, I guess, in my mind, the target audience for most K-pop is probably, like, teenagers. Yeah. So teenagers wouldn't necessarily identify with drinking tequila. Or at least they shouldn't. I would hope not in most cases that they wouldn't be drinking tequila. I, I wouldn't necessarily advocate for anybody drinking tequila, although everybody as adults get to choose what they want to do, but I don't know. Uh, I just thought that was kind of odd. Mm. Is that something unusual in K-pop? Yeah, I guess. It's kind of like the phenomenon of like cursing in K-pop. Mm -hmm. Like it happens occasionally, but like not a lot. So right. like when it happens, it's a, like a little surprising, but like not really. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like clutching my pearls shocked or anything by it. Like I'm aware that people drink alcohol, but yeah, it just didn't seem like the kind of thing that um, 
I would have expected to hear in a K-pop lyric. Yeah. And one other last thing I wanted to say about that particular song was I noticed when I was scrolling through Spotify that there was a holiday version. Mm. Oh, yeah. I put that on my Christmas music list because it's just so so random and bizarre. Because there's also uh, one by Ive, which was lo- their song Love Dive. Just like hearing it, <laughs> my mind is like already so used to hearing the normal version. But when it's put to Christmassy music, it's just so confusing. Because what I like to do is I like to dance along to the songs, too, if I know the choreography. So me trying to figure out how to do the choreography in the beat with the Christmas song is really funny. Yeah. I admittedly did not listen to the whole holiday version. I just listened to a little bit because I had to satisfy my curiosity, which was basically when I saw that, I said to myself, I bet it's the exact same song, except they added in sleigh bells. (laughs) And I, I don't think I was that far off. Yeah, it's just they put the lyrics to the song on a completely different background music and they somehow tried to fit the lyrics into that, but it's just kind of, in my opinion, it doesn't really work as well. Yeah, especially since like the lyrics have absolutely nothing to do with, but, with Christmas with or Christmas anything. Christmas or holidays or yeah. winter or anything like that. Yeah, the the music video is like very summery. yeah. Which is like the complete opposite of winter. I would agree that summer is the complete opposite of winter. Yeah. Especially here, where anytime there's any weather of any sort, it's like really extreme. Like, for example, summer it's really hot. Winter it's really cold. Fall it's either really hot or really cold. And spring it's really humid and rainy and also hot. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're in fall now and some days, like today is super hot. Yeah. Like three days ago, it was pretty chilly. Yeah. That's living in our part of the world, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's all I have to say about Seventeen. But that's okay, because yeah. we have more to talk about. Mm-hmm. Our stated goal for today was to talk about Red Velvet. So yes. let's do that. Tell me about Red Velvet. So uh, Red Velvet is a girl group under the company SM Entertainment. Uh, they have five members. The members from Lotus to Youngest are Irene, Solgi, Wendy, Joy, and Yeri, or Yeri. Oh, okay. They debuted on August 1st, 2014 with the song Happiness, and their most recent song is Bye Bye, from what I've written down, because, I don't know, I don't really remember any big updates on the Red Velvet thing of, like, they have a new song coming out, and also I don't think I've actually listened to it. Oh, you haven't even listened to their most recent song? No. Okay. Their fan group is called... (laughs) This is very confusing because it's spelled R-E-V-E-L-U-V, so Reve-Love. Say that again. R-E-V-E-L-U-V. L-U-V. Okay, I got it. Right. I had to like process like, it. The R-E is the red, the right. V-E is the velvet, and right. the L-U-V is love. I've heard people like suggest that their fan group should be called Cupcakes, which would make more sense. Sure. Also, it'd be easier to pronounce because that just kind of looks like you stuck a bunch of letters together that have somewhat correspondence to the group. I mean, I understand where they got there or how they got there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Cupcakes would probably be easier to say. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. Sometimes, like, the fan group suggest the names to change the fan group to uh like for example i don't actually know how to pronounce her name but it's like 
ordinary heroes or something like that, but there's an X there, so it's like extinary heroes uh-huh. or something. People were like, we should be the X sidekicks or just X kicks, like, you know, sidekicks, because they're the heroes mm-hmm. and we're the sidekicks. But apparently their fan group is called Villains, which doesn't make much sense uh-huh. because they're supposed to be like opposites and whatever. So, like, yeah. their hater group could probably be called haters or, sorry, villains. If I was going, I don't know anything about this situation. I know that you've mentioned it before. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that I've ever heard it. <laughs> but hearing about it again now, my first instinct is my suggestion, sidekicks with an X. Yeah. K-I-X. Yeah. I assume that everyone listening is going to um, I don't know. immediately accept this as the best option. And uh, <laughs> you guys will let me know later. I mean, you can send your thank you cards uh, after where, I don't know what I'm talking about. They, anyway, where would they send the thank you cards? They don't know our address, and I don't think they should know our address. I'm not giving out our address. Yes, no. Uh, you can send us thank you e cards. Yeah, you could like send us an email. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's the best way to go about it. <laughs> this doesn't happen a lot in K-pop, but um, occasionally groups will add in another member after the group's already debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example, uh, Yeri, aka the youngest, uh, joined in March 2015. Uh, oh, so okay. She joined like about a year ish, sort yeah, of you later. Said- they started in August 1st of 2014. Yes. So, okay. Yeah, that is not something I, I've heard you talk about much before. Um, yeah. And they have been around for quite a while, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Do you know any reason in particular why they added another member? Uh, Not that I can think of. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to spice it up and add a new person. But yeah. Uh, there's this thing in K-pop where after seven years, their contract with a group usually expires, but they can like re-sign or extend mm-hmm. their uh, contract with them so they can stay for longer. And so I'm pretty sure Red Velvet has did that because 2014 was more than seven years ago. When that happens, what happens if they say, no thanks? Does that mean that the group no longer... Like they disband or? Um, well, if all of them decide that they don't want to resign, then the group will eventually disband and they could go their separate ways or they could uh, resign with, like one of them could resign with the company and become a soloist or join another group and re-debut or they could go to a different company or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, there's this thing with Blackpink where it's like their contract is either expired already or soon to expire because they debuted in 2015, I believe, 2016 actually. But yeah, and so there's like all these questions about like what's going to happen to Blackpink because some of them have like resigned, but I'm pretty sure Lisa has like denied resigning twice mm. for like lots of money. And so people are like, oh, is Lisa going to leave Blackpink? Or is like everybody, is Blackpink going to disband? Are they going to change their mind? Are they going to go to a different company? Like, are they going to, like, what's happening? Yeah, that's curious. I'm guessing that because the company is responsible for the creation of the group, they probably own the rights to the group, which makes me think that like, even if they wanted, like say everybody wanted to continue performing as a group, but they didn't like this particular company, I would bet they wouldn't be able to go to a different company and still retain the rights to the name and all that stuff. Well, they could like um, terminate their contract and then 
go audition for another group and re-debut there, but um, I'm pretty sure there isn't like a full guarantee that all of them will be in the same group. Because mm-hmm. like some of them could, um, I don't know, eventually just like get sick and tired of the K-pop uh, industry in general and just leave the company. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know, maybe they all become different soloists in the same company or something like that. Sure. Yeah, that reminds me of like the situation that happened with the Jackson 5 back in the late 70s, early 80s when they went to a different record label. Mm-hmm. But the first record label, which I believe was Motown, retained the rights to the name Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. So when they went to their new record label, they started just calling themselves the Jacksons. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, many of them had solo careers Yeah, as well. But please continue telling me more about Red Velvet. Um, well, their name, from what I have been researching... The red part of it is supposed to be like, you know, their vivid and bold part of it and like, you know, all their colors and stuff, mm-hmm. which could go along with the song uh, Red Flavor, which is supposed to be like, you know, all colorful because like, you know, it has the word red in it. Indeed it does. <laughs> but like the vel- the velvet part of it is supposed to be like classy and more toned down and like more royal, I guess, um, which could, uh, I don't know, go with the song feel my rhythm i believe it's called and like (laughs) red velvet is kind of known for their interesting concepts for their songs uh like for example their song psycho is supposed to be like horror because well it's called psycho and their song russian roulette is pretty sure about all of them willing to kill each other for this one guy Mm, which is an interesting emotion i do remember you talking about red velvet before yeah because it's stuck in my mind because i think you said that they had sort of like a a dark yeah more horror yeah kind of concept not and so... all of their songs are like that but like um psycho is like that uh russian roulette is like that can't remember if peekaboo is like that but like if you think about the other song titles called psycho and russian roulette i'm pretty sure peekaboo could be something sort of scary ish yeah uh, it could be like a movie title name, <laughs> like a horror movie title name. Yeah, I agree. And when you think about like all these scary songs they have, the song Red Flavor sounds interesting. I guess so, yeah. Once you start putting everything <laughs> through that filter, you can make almost anything sound a little spooky. Because you... what is Red Flavor? What is red and what are you f- flavoring or what are you tasting? I mean, it sounds kind of... Blood? Vampire-y to me, yeah. Yeah, because it looks pretty innocent, but like it kind of feels a little off to me, but I don't know, maybe I'm just like going far than I, than I have to. Because like, I'm pretty sure the start of it is them interviewing fruits. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a bunch of fruits everywhere and stuff, and it just like seems like a pretty joyful song, but like, why is it called Red Flavor? Because, like, fruits come in all sorts of colors. Are they talking about, like, strawberries or something? When I take the horror implications out of it, red flavor does sound like everybody's favorite candy in the bag, right? Yeah. Everybody wants the red jelly beans or the red... Something. Starburst. Yeah, the red Starburst. The red Starburst is, like, one of the two least popular ones. The really? Two most popular ones are like I'm pretty sure the pink and the yellow, and then the two least populars are the red and the orange. I'm pretty sure the orange is the least popular one. I feel like I've seen at the grocery store where they've had like just the reds and pinks. Like you could buy a bag of just the reds and pinks. Interesting. But uh, you know, everybody likes what they like. 
Because like in candy, flavors aren't what they say they are, you know? Like we accept yeah. them. Like the purple one's grape flavor, even though it tastes no like no grape anyone's ever eaten. Yeah. But you know that, that when you have that flavor, that's like candy grape flavor. Yeah. So the red flavor is usually like some sort of... Like strawberry or apple or, or something. Or cherry or some kind of like... Red fruit. Red f- fruity flavor, but... But then sometimes they change the apple to green but i think that green should be lime i think that was a big controversy in the skittle world uh because they changed it i think from lime to green apple yes i know a lot about skittles but um (laughs) i believe they also released a lime only skittle Mm. uh package that you could get as well uh but this isn't a podcast about candy it's a podcast about k-pop so yes uh red velvet like it sounds to me like you haven't had as much exposure to their work as some of the other groups we've talked about. Is that Yeah. Accurate? Like, I listened to a few of their songs. Like, for example, Russian Roulette and Red uh, Flavor are two of my most favorite ones of their songs of theirs. They're, you're not, like, a huge fan, but yeah. you like some of their stuff. Yeah. But there's also, like, th- some of their solo songs, which I'm pretty sure the only one that I listen to is um, Sulgi's 28 Reasons. Mm-hmm. Don't know what all the twenty-eight reasons are for. I don't. Yeah, I don't know I, what I'm, she's talking about in that. I'm guessing that it, we probably don't even find out all twenty-eight reasons. I'm just thinking. I don't think we learn any of the reasons actually. That makes sense. Like, because imagine trying to put twenty-eight reasons for something in a song. Agreed. I mean, usually when there's a a number of things in a song, you don't get to actually hear of. In the song title, I should say, when there's a number of things in a song title, you don't get to hear all of the things like 28 reasons. The first ones that come to my mind are 99 problems, which yeah. you don't hear 99 problems. In yeah. fact, you hear the problem that he doesn't have. You get 99 problems, but you won't be one. And then 50 ways to leave your lover. You don't hear 50 ways to leave your lover. You hear like four ish. Yeah. Because like you never hear all of the numbers unless it's like under five or something like that or maybe even under 10 just like single digit numbers mostly because like 28 reasons is kind of a lot yeah that would be a lot but yeah that one's like one of my favorite uh red velvet songs even though it's only one of them don't exactly remember the full meaning of it but i do recommend it because it's a good song in my opinion it has a really cool high note and also the music video is pretty cool too i was writing it down and i started writing out 28 problems because i was still thinking about 99 (laughs) problems 28 reasons yeah uh there's another thing from sm entertainment that is i believe it's called got in all caps the beat it got is in all caps but not the beat okay where it's several members like a few members from different sm girl groups like for example red velvet or aspa or i believe one of them's uh taeyeon i believe that's her name she's a soloist I've only ever listened to, like, one song. So it's, like, a super group, kind of? I guess, but there's, like, not that many of them, because it's not, like, the entire group all together. It's kind of like uh, the JYP Nation, where it's, like, two from ITZY, two from NMIX, and, like, three from Stray Kids, mm-hmm. so which are all JYP uh, groups. Uh, it's kind of like that, I guess, where it's a few from specific groups. Yeah, I and mean, like a few soloists, I guess. That sounds like a super group to me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've never actually really listened to their music. I've like heard of them before, and I've like seen a bit of their stuff. But I just think it's kind of cool, I guess. Sure. 
but like one of the i think it's uh their songs stamp on it or something like that their vocals are like really nice but it's just the background music that doesn't really fit along with the vocals so it doesn't really sound like a good song in my opinion hmm. some of their lyrics are also really weird <laughs> <laughs> like kind of cringy in my opinion but then again i listen to cat and dog so like who am i to judge okay i don't know what that means but... <laughs> cat and dog by txt oh i don't think that was one i listened to did that have cringy lyrics yes definitely 100 oh, okay. like all of it <laughs> okay fair enough sometimes i enjoy songs that have pretty bad lyrics in them for the fact that they have yeah lyrics. that's kind of my relationship with cat and dog like i'm aware that it's cringy and i know that it's cringy and i feel that it's cringy but i still really like it because it's cringy yeah that's a good reason to like things too <laughs> so with red velvet how does the i guess spooky aspect of things make you feel do you like that about it i kind of like it yeah yeah it's pretty cool i mean as we stated earlier like you're into October and spooky yeah. Halloween stuff. So and like kind of teen angsty music, I sure. guess. Yeah. I keep getting recommended that one pr the uh playlist on Spotify. It's called Teen Angst. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen that one. Uh well, it's probably cuz you don't have my music taste. Well, that's true. Although I've been listening to a lot of K-pop on Spotify, frankly, and so I am really getting more recommendations. It depends on the kind of group you're listening to. Yeah, well, you know, when I was a teen, I was into angsty music as well. <laughs> I mean, I still like a lot of that music now because like, everybody likes the music that they liked as a teen for probably the rest of their life. Sometimes I think about like the music that I listen to, if I have kids in the future, is going to be dad music for them. Because like, you know, I have an idea of dad music and it's like kind of the songs that you listen to. Yeah. And so, like, the music that I listen to is going to be dad music for my kids. I, yeah, no, you're right. And it's a weird experience to go through that. But <laughs> I have gone through that experience where, like, you turn on the radio, which is something that you and any potential future children you have will probably never do because radio <laughs> probably won't be a thing anymore. <laughs> but I still turn it on the radio from time to time and tune it to the quote-unquote oldies station yeah and hear songs that you would listen to like yeah anytime really and i acknowledge that uh those songs are old now they're decades old but it still feels weird i'm just cracking up thinking that my kids are gonna think that tt by twice is dad music it's just like so outdated and old or something i don't know it's not yeah. like I'm maybe having children anytime soon. Well, let's hope not. Yeah. What I was saying before was like, I, I would think that you would like a group that was a little edgy in that way. Yeah. Because like for outsider people, I guess, the song Russian Roulette wouldn't really seem like that kind of song other than the title, of course, because it's in Korean, mm -hmm. sort of. But it's like a good song. I have it in my Halloween playlist because it's, it's supposed to be a spooky song, but it's like kind of... You don't expect it to be, but then you look at the translation and you're like, oh, okay. So on your Halloween playlist, do you have stuff that's not K-pop? Yeah, I have Thriller by Michael Jackson. Okay, that's legit. Yeah. Yeah? I have like, This is Halloween. Oh, from uh, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, songs sure. like that. All right. Just like some songs that I like that would fit into the Halloween-y theme, I guess. Does it include the Monster Mash? No. I didn't think it would, but I felt obligated to ask. Anytime I look for, like, K-pop-related Halloween costumes, 
one red velvet costume shows up. Do they primarily wear red as a color in their presentation? I don't know how to say that in a <laughs> less dumb way. Because, like, when a group has a color in the name, the yeah. fir- I mean, like, the first thing that comes to my mind is the white stripes, right? Yeah. Which, strangely enough, their primary color was red and not white, but... Mm. Um, they would almost always be wearing some combination of red and white or black. Yeah. So I just wondered if maybe that was like, because like the band that I'm in has a color scheme. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if maybe that was like something. Does that carry over into their... Not that I know of, no. Um, The song that I was talking about was uh, Dum Dum, um, but one of them is wearing like sort of a darker blue, Mm -hmm. like slight bit of purple apron, and they have like purple tights and it's angering me kind of because it's not the same color but all of the other ones have the same color and so i keep seeing that one but like i probably wouldn't do that one because like i'm not a very big red velvet fan and also i don't think i would really do that one Mm -hmm. so i did end up um doing something that was completely not k-pop related yeah Yeah, because i just couldn't think of any because the first thing that i thought of was cheer up by twice because they're wearing all sorts of like elaborate outfits that are like themed after some things i try to think of any other thing because anytime i try to look up k-pop inspired halloween costumes it always came up with halloween costumes that k-pop idols were wearing as in like you know generic ones that you would wear to like normal halloween like Mm -hmm. you know a vampire or something like that sure so i don't know this has nothing to do with k-pop but since we're talking about it i know because like you talked about how you're kind of into halloween you're kind of into like the spooky stuff you're kind of into the angsty stuff <laughs> and i know that like for example we we all watched uh stranger things together yeah which you seem to really enjoy yeah so like we watch a lot of movies in, yeah in our family and uh one thing that we haven't watched a lot of movies of our horror movies yeah i'm kind I'm just... of more of a paranoid person so if i see something like slightly scary i'm going to have nightmares so horror movies don't really work well with me but for some reason stranger things didn't affect me at all Hmm. but like if i try to watch any normal horror movie it doesn't work well okay yeah that's fair even if i see someone like on youtube or something making some sort of like somewhat creepy image it's gonna haunt me oh okay (laughs) and so like the one that i can remember the most is uh this one film theory i think it was they break down like these cool usually supposed to be like horror things and Mm -hmm. like the lore and stuff so i saw this one that was like meat creatures like (laughs) horror meat creatures (laughs) that will eat you like there's a specific one because there are different types of them but there's a specific one that eats humans and the more humans it eats the more human it looks like okay so i wasn't the one actually watching the video but i saw a like a clip of that I just couldn't get it out of my head. Uh And so, like, if I watch a horror movie, I'm not going to get over it. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, some people are really into it because it gives them a scare in a non-threatening way to them. Yeah. And other people just hate them and don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. I am one of the people who I like horror movies. I don't really find them particularly scary Mm. to me because of the fact that they're movies and I can enjoy them on a separate level, I guess, yeah. somehow. But I don't think there's a bunch of horror... Like, I don't think your mother is a big horror movie person either. Yeah. And so usually if I'm watching horror movies, it's by myself. Mm. 
Anyway. That's not K-pop related. Not at all. Not really. What else do I need to know about Red Velvet? Well, I remember that I didn't mention this before, but they um, don't actually have any foreign members. They're all native South Koreans. Oh, okay. So are there other songs that you think I should listen to? So the ones that I've taken note of so mm-hmm. far, Red Flavor, mm-hmm. Russian Roulette, mm-hmm. 28 Reasons. Mm-hmm. What else do you think? Hmm. I think Birthday is an interesting one. Birthday? Yes. And uh, is there anything in particular about any of those songs that I should keep an eye out for? Or I don't know. You... I guess mostly the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Also, there's a really interesting part in the end of 28 Reasons that's like this little paragraph thing, I guess, that's like in English, so you would be able to read it. But it's like really interesting and kind of sort of explains the song, I guess, in a little bit. Oh. But like I can't quite remember what it is exactly out of memory. Like, I think it's sometimes important to, like, watch till the end of the videos. Oh, yeah. I always watch to the end of the videos. Yeah. I agree. In addition to being a family that watches a lot of movies, we're yeah. also a family that watches all the credits for all the yeah. movies. Because that's part of the movie. If we ever go to the movie theater and it's a Marvel movie, you always have to say after the credits because there's almost always a post-credit sequence. For sure. And I just think that all of the credits are part of the movie as well so like you haven't seen yeah. the whole movie unless you've watched till the end you could see some pretty interesting names in there too yeah we do like to yeah we play for... we like to play a little game where it's like the smallest amount of letters in a name possible we so far we've only got to four but like i'm pretty sure i've never heard of anybody with less than four letters in their name yeah like first and last yeah we always count down when we see a smaller name all right so I've got some songs from Red Velvet to listen to, mm-hmm. and I am very curious because I am also into angsty, spooky things, uh, how <laughs> that will uh, work for me. Yeah. So I guess that's all for this week. Next week, we are going to be talking about G-Idol. Oh, okay. G-Idol is definitely one that I've heard mentioned. Probably going to get a lot of hate because a lot of people think it's pronounced just idle and the G is silent, but they've said it themselves, G-Idol. But also, why is the G there if it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, controversy gets people's attention. Yeah. Gets people engaged. All right, well, we'll get into that in more detail next week. Mm -hmm. But uh, for now, I guess, let's... uh, Say all the usual things, which include... uh, We have a YouTube. You could subscribe to that and maybe leave a comment if you want to. We also have an email. So if you have any questions or comments or anything, you could also send that to us. Maybe in the future we could do a QA and a about ourselves. So if you have any interesting questions you want to ask us, go ahead and email us. At kpopforoldpeople at Mm gmail.com. And I guess that's about it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Annyeong. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. What? That was my that was my button on the end. <laughs> You're supposed to do your thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever go to the movie theater, it's a Marvel movie. You always have to stay after the credits because credits. <laughs> <laughs> the quidditch.